Hello, and welcome to Spouses of Light. I'm David. And I'm Lisa. And this is a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy game starting with one and talk about it. Together! We're currently playing Final Fantasy V. Five! Yes, five. But before we dive back into that, <laughs> is there any Final Fantasy news, Lisa? I don't have any. You don't have any Final Fantasy news? Nope. Okay. Any life updates you want to share? No. Cool. (laughs) Well, then I guess we'll dive back in. (laughs) Do you have any life updates you want to share? We are less than 100 days away from going on our first cruise ever. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Me too. I am looking forward to going to the Bahamas and Castaway Key. Whoop, whoop. Yes. I get to start therapy in a week. That's going to be fun. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully after I'm fixed, I'll come back to 16 and be even more happy about it. Oh. (laughs) Anything else? No. Cool. Then let's dive back in. Mm Mm-hmm. So we get out of the meteorite and we have to wander around the overworld a bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And as we wander around the overworld, we run into some enemies. Mm, mm-hmm. We run into the Aegir. The Aegir are, I believe before they were the the sprites that I described as like upside down zombie strawberries. Mm. It's, so it's that weird sprite, but they're even weirder now because they're just like a muted green color. Cool. So they look more alien now than they did before. Alien snot? Sure. Cool. Zoo? The zoo we know from previous games. It's a giant bird. This one is black with uh, brown plumage. And yeah. Zoo, zoo, zoo. Yeah, zoo, zoo, zoo. Cute. The wild knack. The wild knack is a wolfish dog. It looks to me like a German shepherd Hmm. as far as the coloring pattern. But this one is like a dark blue with a yellow orange on the bottom. And the grass tortoise. The grass tortoise is a big old turtle. It is green, but it's got a like human-ish face. It's pretty gross, but yeah. It's a turtle, not a tortoise? Oh, this again. (laughs) Oh, I just had flashbacks. Like, was it the first game? Or the second game, the tortoises that cast turtle. Uh Oh no, that was the toads and the frogs. Yes. Oh, the toads that cast frog. That drove me crazy. Or the frogs that cast toad. Either way. Whatever it was. Whatever it was. I don't remember. Yeah. Sorry. It's it's a tortoise. (laughs) I don't know the difference. I don't either. I was just asking. It was just in the name. I thought it was funny. Yes. You can message us and tell us the differences between turtles and tortoises. Hey. I always like learning things. So... This was the overworld wandering, but I jumped back in the meteor and flew down back to Castle Walls because I went and fought Shiva and the Ice Commanders. And oh. because I had Spellblade Ferris, she just whacked with fire with a fire Spellblade and just wrecked everyone. So I got Shiva pretty easily. Yes. And you telling me that I went and got Shiva also very easily. Well, so then we should talk about what does Shiva look like, Lisa? Shiva looks like an ice fairy. Like mm. she's very... She looks like a kinder fairy than her later iterations. So I've seen seven different Shivas now, and they kind of vacillate between like a slender pixie fairy, you know, light kind of thing to like a, like an ice demon, you know, powerful witch lady kind of thing. 
This one's way more on the fairy side. She's purpley blue and she's got like a purpley blue, like a slip dress. And it's kind of funny because her sprite is posed like she's sitting on the ground with her knees tucked up to her chest. And she's got one arm bent, like holding her face like she's just chatting with you. <laughs> yeah, so that's Shiva. And then she comes with three ice commanders, which is the same sprite as the ice soldiers from the last episode. They're just different colors. These guys are silver with like orange stuff in their helmets. So when Shiva introduces herself to you, she tells you that she's the goddess Shiva. Mm -hmm. But then when you beat her, the game just says, you can now summon the monster Shiva. So I don't know what to do with that one, man. So get back in the meteorite and finish wandering the overworld and you arrive in the town of Karnak. Lisa, mm -hmm. what does Karnak look like? Karnak is a town that's got red-gray stones, and they've got stone walls and stone walkways. They've got torches on the wall. There's little balls of fire kind of seemingly all over the place, and there's a freaking moat of lava. So, so this is fire, fire crystal. Yeah, this is fire time, <laughs> if that wasn't obvious. It's the Fire Nation. Everything changed when they attacked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what did you do around the town? Um, the first thing I did was walk into the weapon shop to buy a weapon. Because, Same here. Because <laughs> I had a lot of money and I needed to upgrade my gear. And what happens when you try to buy from the shop? Well, first of all, the weapons were super cheap. Yeah. And so I picked one and I bought it and then it wouldn't let me equip it. And I was like, what the heck? And then all of a sudden I was being arrested. Yep. <laughs> So I did talk to one person before walking to the shop and that, or a couple people and they said that the weapons are all super cheap because they can produce things super effectively because they have all the lava from the fire crystal. Oh, okay. And so they can do mining and they can do smithing super easily. So they make quality gear that's super cheap. And I'm mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. yeah, let's go buy some of that then. And then you get arrested. Mm -hmm. But that leads us to meet an old friend and a new old friend, Ooh. old new friend. <laughs> he is old and a new friend but he's also an old friend in the sense of it's sid sid <laughs> he uses the last of his explosives to try to break out of his cell but he just ends up in our cell with us yeah he breaks the wall we share with his cell as opposed to using it on the door or something i don't know what he was thinking he wasn't <laughs> we find out that this sid is professor sid mm-hmm and Professor Sid is the one who created the amplifiers. Mm -hmm. And he didn't have a nefarious purpose in mind. He didn't think that it was going to cause the crystals to shatter. Yeah, he had no idea that they were overworking it. He was just, cool, I, they can do this stuff. Like, let's use them. He read a book because he was the head of the Library of the Ancients. And he read a book while he was studying saying, back in elder days, the crystals were a lot more powerful. And he was like, oh, so they're, more, they're capable of more. They just have gotten tired over time. So I'll build them amplifiers and they'll feel like they're big and strong again. You know, it's like, hey, you're old. Let me build you an exosuit and strengthen you up. You can feel like you're young again. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't realize that they're not as powerful because they were like, you know, sealing an ancient evil away. Yeah. So when he powered them up, they breaky break. Yeah. And ancient evil goes, ha, 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 ha. Oh, noes. Yeah. So then, who who runs in? The Chancellor. The, the Chancellor runs in. He's all, hey, Sid, we're going to unarrest you now because we need your help. He was like, <laughs> we were wrong. The fire crystal cracked. 
Help us, help us. And Sid goes, I'll help you if you fl- free them because they're going to help me. Yeah, he basically like frees us by saying that we're going to be his assistants. Yep. We also find out that there's a werewolf that's been on the prowl and mm-hmm. that the... Which which is Chekhov's werewolf, by mm-hmm. the way. <laughs> and that there's a fire-powered ship that Sid created in order to be able to go over the waters without wind since the wind crystal broke Mm -hmm. and that that's where the fire crystal is going to be is Mm -hmm. we had to go deal with the flame ship because it's powering the crystal the fire crystal got out of control yep so we leave Mm -hmm. now we can wander the town Mm -hmm. we find out that the library of ancients has been saying bad stuff about uh using the crystal and so the queen built a wall it was just like hey i don't like you guys i don't like what you're saying doing i'm going to build a wall because Every good, solid, strong leader who is very secure in their country and in what they're doing is right always just wants to build walls to keep other people up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That has no application to the real world. <laughs> no. Isolationism is always a sign of a good, strong, healthy society. Mm-hmm. 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 I did write in my in my notebook, see, evil monarch. Because <laughs> last episode I talked about all the evil monarchs, but they weren't actually evil. This yep. one is. For now. Spoilers. You haven't <laughs> met them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that she's doing, that I've heard about her evil actions. Nice. <laughs> the inn here costs 20 gil. Mm. And now that we're free, we can go buy some of those weapons and stuff and equip them. Yep. And I think that's all I did. Yeah. And then I went straight to the fire ship. Fire ship. The fire powered ship. What does the fire powered ship look like, Lisa? I didn't write a description down. But I think it's just, it looks very similar to all the ships we were on in the in the ship graveyard. Yep. Yeah. Until we get inside, and then inside it looks like a high-tech, like, factory type thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, because it's, it's important for later. I did mention that there's fireballs everywhere, mm-hmm. um, or that there's fireballs scattered around town. Those fireballs are also, like, within the castle and mm-hmm. everything, because we do go through the castle once we're out of our cells. Mm-hmm. And they are blocking all the treasure chests, blocking all the treasure chests and blocking paths to different things. So that's also important for later. That's right. So just throwing that out. Chekhov's fireballs. Good Mm -hmm, job. mm -hmm. We have some enemies in the fire powered ship. We have the defeater. The defeater is a a sprite that we've seen before. It's the worm with the weird face and the wings on its back. And this one is a rust brown color. The motor trap. The defeater, once you, some of them, when you knock their health down enough, turn into the motor trap. And the motor trap is a robot hanging from a string. <laughs> it I don't understand. It reminds me of what, this is going to also be a very specific sub-audience, but it reminds me of what Gurr looks like when he's not in his puppy suit from, from Invader Zim. <laughs> You're looking at me like I will like get that reference. I do not. <laughs> I used to be obsessed with Gur when we first met I, and stuff, so I thought you might remember. I remember you being obsessed with Gur. I remember the like it existing. I could not tell you what it looked like other than I think it was green. Yeah, so he's he's he wears like a green puppy suit, but he's actually like a robot inside of that, and that's what this guy looks like, kind of. So you're saying it's a robot in disguise? Yes. <laughs> Indeed I am. The crew dust. The crew dust is just a ghost, like it is the stereotypical shape of a ghost, except they, they made sure to point out that this one has like fingers and it's got red eyes and I assume it's made out of dust. And if it's crew dust, I assume that means it's made out of ashes of dead crewmen 
That was my assumption, is that so, this is like a specter formed from its ashes that were burnt up by the fire crystal. Yep. Gross. And the poltergeist. The poltergeist is, is the sprite that we've seen before. It's the one where it's a skeleton head with the face that's ripped off around it and the tongue. It's the, This time the, f- the face is blue, the skeleton face is like an olive green, and the tongue is pink. Still gross. We also have some items. We can get the Mithril Gloves, three elixirs, a phoenix down, a green beret, a cottage, the thief's gloves, and a moon ring blade. Mm-hmm. So, thing about the the ship is it's annoying. Incredibly <laughs> annoying. It's incredibly annoying. It's very futuristic, and it's very high-tech, and you can, it's showing off, like, how Sid is a mechanical genius. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just a bunch of elevators and it's a bunch of um, it's it's those those pathways in the pokemon dungeons that are the conveyor belts that make you go one way and you can't go around them or can't go the other direction on them it's very annoying and if you take the wrong one drops you to another level and you have to walk back up it's yep yeah it's annoying it sucks but you do the thing yeah so some of those items are items that david didn't get but then i got when he was watching me play because like I've mentioned before, I'm trying to 100% this one, so I've got to get all the items. So when I think that I'm done and I see that I still have a few missing, I have to go back and find them. And David did not care to do that extra exploration in the annoying place. No. No, I did not. <laughs> My life is too short to waste it finding the Moonring Blade in Final Fantasy V. I'll just, you know, build the ultimate weapon in Final Fantasy sixteen. Whatever. <laughs> in the engine room... The engine room is where everything culminates. So we finally get done with everything and we head to the engine room and the the queen queen is there. there. What does Queen Karnak look like, Lisa? Queen Karnak has a pink dress with blue sleeves and she's got green hair and a crown. And it looks like a like a pink collar, like the like the evil queen from Snow White, that kind of huge collar. Yeah, she looks really cool. That's why I thought you would have written it down, because I thought she would looked really cool, and that that would be the kind of sprite you'd be like, yeah, that's a cool queen. I think I was too concerned with it if she was going to be evil or not, <laughs> that I didn't pay attention to what she looked like. So she's chilling there, and she tries to stop us, and then one of the portals that surrounded King Tycoon that we've seen before. The like, purple and blue. The really yeah. cool portal, like, appears around her, and she says that we'll pay for interfering with her revival. So she's getting revived? That can't be right. She's standing right there. Yeah. But we got a boss enemy to fight. Mm-hmm. And we fight the liquid flame. So the liquid flame has three different forms. Imagine a flame. So it's, you know, yellow, orange, red uh, in different areas. And then it, it takes the form of a, like a body with no features of any kind, but just two legs, two arms, torso, and a head. Uh, it takes the form of a cyclone. Is that, no, tornado? Tornado. Sure. The, like twisty wind thing. Yeah, I don't know the difference between a cyclone and a tornado. I would have. I was fine with both. Okay, so don't come at me for that one. But one of those, and then it also takes the form of like a giant hand mm-hmm. that's just you know showing you what like an inch is because it's got its <laughs> finger and thumb. <laughs> nice. So you beat it. Yeah, it was super easy because I have ice spells. <laughs> and then what happens? Then we find out that the queen was being mind controlled. Mm-hmm. So, so then I was like, oh, I guess she's not really evil. She was being mind controlled. 
Which, oh boy, we're back to having people being mind controlled. Yay. I was going to say, you love mind control. Yep. Kane didn't like annoy you at all. Favorite trope. <laughs> so then we go to the crystal room. Well, whatever's controlling her also wants everything just to go back to darkness. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of it's course. a being of pure evil that just wants. It's tired that the world is so bright and noisy and wants everything to go back to eternal pure darkness. Mm hmm. Yeah. Again, great trope. <laughs> yep. So then we go to the crystal room? Yeah. Okay, so then we go to the crystal room, and there's a werewolf that shows up. Mm-hmm. And at first, I thought, my first thought upon seeing this werewolf was, wait, I purposefully didn't release the lone wolf from the last episode. Who the heck is this werewolf that's running around? And then it's it's not that guy. It looks just like it, though. It's yes. a very similar sprite. Yep. And he comes in, and he knows Galoof. Yeah, and he's also super happy that Crystal's intact. Yes. So the soldiers have been, like, turning this werewolf away. Everybody's been acting like he's a bad guy. Yep. But he's trying to protect the Crystals, and he's Galoof's friend. Yes. He even calls him Lord Galoof. I was going to say, he, he addresses him with a title, and he, you know, he's like... And Galoof is, again... Like the last time with the soldier is like, wait, you know who I am? What was my life? Which is, which I thought was kind of funny way to react. I mean, which is how I would react. I think if someone came up and was like, oh yes, Lordess Lisa, you know, I'd be like, what? Especially because they're using the word Lordess as opposed to lady, but you know. Yeah, but that was a callback to earlier. Yes, I understand. I was being silly. Okay. So unfortunately, Galoof doesn't get any answers again. Because the crystal explodes. Yeah, a guard comes in, just randomly from a back door, walks up and hits a button on the wall, like, with the same weird uh, portal aura around him. Yep. And he then goes like, ha ha ha, one more and the seal is broken, ha 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 ha. And the wolf is like, oh no, it's all going to explode. I will protect you guys, you all run. I will stay here and sacrifice myself, Lisa's other favorite trope. Yep, and he says that Galoof is, is is our only hope, and making Galoof again go, what the heck, who am I? Like, yeah. And he says, go save the Earth Crystal. So, yeah. And then, Lisa has a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, I even warned you this one was coming. Yes, you did, and I'm glad you did. And it helped probably like at least 25%. But man. Can you imagine if I didn't? You might have quit the podcast at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what I would have done. Um, <laughs> so what happens is, for some reason, the way Sid built the ship, it is now going to like self-destruct in 10 minutes. The fire crystal, as it's exploding, has shot off so much extra fire that the engine is now exploding. And everything in this whole, like, castle, everything in the ship, all these technological things rely on a constant, easy flow of the fire. Mm -hmm. And now that everything's out of whack, you know, if your car overheats, it explodes. If everything gets too hot in these engines, they're going to explode. And it's going to cause a chain reaction and explode. Mm -hmm. So you have ten minutes to get out of the castle. So this is, this next comment is to my my fellow millennials and probably Gen Xers. But there was this game that I had as a kid that I know many people will be familiar with called Perfection. Ah, oh, yeah, Perfection. I totally forgot about that game. 
I did not forget about this game. <laughs> I wish you all could see her face when she said that. It haunts me. I will describe it to anyone who, who is unfamiliar with this game. It is a small plastic box and in it are probably four or five rows of like five things each. There's probably 20 to 25 little plastic yellow pieces that go into this tray, basically. And what you do is you you twist a timer and you push the tray down and you have, I don't know, a, a couple of minutes to put all the plastic yellow pieces in and find the right shape. So there's like a cross shape. There's an X shape, there's a circle shape, like square shape, you know, so you've got to match up all the pieces. And then when the time is done, the slogan of the game was pop goes perfection and all the pieces fly at your face. (laughs) So even if you won, maybe there's a way to turn it off if you like finished in time. But you never finished in time, I'm guessing. I'm sure I did a few times here and there, but mostly it was just... This constant ticking at you, because it ticked the entire time like a bomb, and then threw the pieces in your face when you failed. And it's probably why I have anxiety now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the board game perfection (laughs) is why you have anxiety now. I mean, no, but this definitely triggered this deep memory in me of stress of playing perfection. There you go. It's the combination of like a ticking clock. And then if you remember, again, my my elder millennials and older and, and Gen X people, um, the original Mario on the NES, you had 300 seconds to complete each level. And if you got too close to the end, the music would speed up and get all frantic. So that was going on. And the screen was red. Mm-hmm. So you could still kind of see everything around you but it was like clouded with this red color so it was you were under a time limit the music was frantic there was a ticking i couldn't see anything and i was trying to get through and get all of the chests that now you can get to because all the fireballs from before are gone yep (sighs) all the chests also have monsters inside of them so there's random encounters Mm -hmm. and the clock doesn't stop during a random encounter it's ticking in the corner while you're fighting yes and Every chest you try to get has monsters in it, and so... It, not, not every chest, but a lot of them do. Okay. So as you're going, we've got four main enemies. We've Well, four main new ones. We've got the Gigas. The Gigas is the sprite that I mentioned last week. Looks like what I'm guessing we're going to... Like, Titan is this, what it's going to end up being. This version of it is blonde, and he's got a red cape and a red loincloth. The Kurnak. The Kurnok are like the other knocks that we had earlier. They're just different color. So the big old dog sprites. And they are green with white undertones. The Sergeant. The Sergeant is the same sprite as the Ice Commander and the Ice Soldiers. This one has like a purplish. Ooh, that's another callback. This one's very indigo. Mm. <laughs> and if we can talk about the Sergeant for a second. The Sergeant's extra annoying when you have to fight him in a random encounter because he taunts you, which isn't the bad thing because he's really easy, like he's not very strong. But the taunting takes forever to get mm-hmm. through. Like you have to sit there while he taunts you, and it just eats up your time. And it's like, ah! 
Another thing about the sergeant that's annoying is that if he is the last person in the group of enemies that you're fighting and you've killed all the other enemies but just him, he'll leave you with one final taunt of like, you better bring it or something. And then he'll just like run out on you so you don't even get to actually defeat him. And it's, ooh, it's infuriating. And the sorcerer. The sorcerer is a sprite we've seen before. It's a wizarding looking person. This one has a maroon robe with purple sash and it looks like, gold shoulder pads nice and there's like sparks coming from its hands put together if you have the time and the skill you can get a bunch of good items here you can get which i did yeah you did it took me one and a half tries but i did it i'm sure you even got stuff that i didn't write down because i was too busy worried about you being stressed out but you can get (laughs) the ribbon the elven mantle some elixirs i think it was about 2000 gil and esuna lightning scroll and the main goosh nice gosh gosh Probably something in there. So gauche. (laughs) I have no idea if I got anything other than that. I was not paying attention to what I got because I was so freaking out. If you get out of the castle, you're still not home free, though. Yes. Because you have to do one final encounter. Mandatory. And it's the same set of enemies that you've had before. You've got a sergeant and some, I think, Kornax. But this time, the sergeant is a boss enemy. And it transforms into the Iron Claw. The Iron Claw is gross. And I think it's similar to a sprite that we've seen in other games. It is. Okay. Because I feel like I've described it this way before. It looks like a face hugger monster where, except it's got an actual face in the middle of the torso. And then it's got the things, claws, I don't know what you want to call them, curving around from its back. And then it's got like Buzz Lightyear legs, actually. (laughs) <laughs> like they they do look, they look like little Buzz Lightyear boots complete with movable knees <laughs> if you manage to beat it all in the 10 minute allotment though you're free and the castle goes bye bye and we get new jorps mm-hmm. we get the beast master the geomancer and the ninja ninja so now that the castle's gone the explosion also knocked down the wall and we can head west to the library yep but before that I head back to town and explore the town a bit. Mm-hmm. I play the piano, level up my p- piano playing skills. Nice. I go I don't down. I if I did that or not. I'll have to go check. I asked you if you did. You said yes. Oh, cool. I went back to the boat and talked to Sid and found out that he blames himself for everything and is in a depressed funk. Yeah, he wouldn't really talk to me. Yeah. And then he goes back to the inn and starts drinking himself into a stupor. Mm-hmm. And it's sad and, you know. Depression leading people to alcoholism. Yeah, it starts, sounds about right. Mm-hmm. So we go, okay, nothing left to do, but I guess go to the Library of the Ancients. So we start heading west. Mm-hmm. As we wander the overworld, we run into the Dorme Chimera. The Dorme Chimera, believe it or not, looks like a chimera. It's, I know, it's got, and I always mix up what the chimera actually is, and I base it off of what this looks like. It looks like it's part snake part goat and part lion with like dragon wings cool i don't know it's chimera-ish and there's the silent bee the silent bee besides sounding horrifying looks like a little insect where it's blue it's got yellow wings and then all of its legs are kind of together and it's just like hanging there taunting you why would it be terrifying sometimes letters are silent it's not a big deal but it's not a letter it's a bug that you can't hear coming at you. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. As I say, you of all people 
yeah, I don't like bees. They're the air force of the insect world, and yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. So we li- arrive at the Library of the Ancients. What does the Library of the Ancients look like, Lisa? It looks like a library. There's stacks of books everywhere. And and by stacks of books, I mean not like a stack of book. I mean like library stacks. So, you know, rows and rows and rows of books. So um, stacks on stacks on stacks on stacks? Mm-hmm. I just mean it's not a pile of like three books on your nightstand. It's a, you know, actual stacks. And there's a bunch of scholars running around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learn from them that Mid is Sid's grandson. And he's looking for a book in the basement, and that the basement's been overrun with monsters. And that they haven't seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. We learned that there's some precious items in the to the south in Jekyll. And we also learned that there was a monster named Biblos that appeared 30 years ago at the Wind Shrine and was sealed away here Ooh. in the Library of the Ancients. Mm-hmm. If you climb the library to the roof, you find that Ifrit used to burn all the possessed books for them, but mm-hmm. Ifrit hasn't been seen in a while. Yeah, and so they're like, the problem is we don't know which ones are possessed and which ones aren't, so you just interact with the three books until you find the possessed one. And basically, there's uh, sets of enemies here. There's mm-hmm. the same four for the whole thing, and you fight at least three of them when you fight this first book, so we'll just go over it. There's page 32. Page 32 looks like a demon. It's got a red body with a white skull and horns coming out of its head and then like blue black wings. It's hunched over like gargoyle kind of thing. Page 64. Page 64 is like two thirds of a face. It's it's a giant head and it's basically from the nose up and it's blue with little horns on its forehead and really creepy angry yellow eyes. Page 128. Page 128 is a gross bug and I hate it. It's green. It's got spikes on its back. It has four legs and then two sets of pincers. And it's disgusting. Page 256. Page 256 looks... How do I say this? PC way. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? I'm just gonna... Okay. Page 256. I'm going to speak about as politely as I can. But it looks like a stereotypical tribal mask, either something that's like a Polynesian or like a African tribal mask is what this looks like. It it looks like something on the Jungle Cruise, basically. That's what I thought. I thought <laughs> um, very Jungle Cruise vibes. Yeah. So I'm sure not accurate or anything and probably appropriative, but you know, it is what it is. So it's got like gold and red tones to it. And it's just this giant mask with like two legs coming out from behind it. So it's almost like there's some being that's using the mask as like a body shield is what I'm imagining. Yep. Yep. So at this point, you also can read the other two books. One of them we find that there was it's a traveler's journal who said that they like found a weird staff and gave it to somebody in Tycoon. and Which is the staff that we got. Which implies that. It's the descendants who got this weird staff, and that's the healing staff we got. Mm-hmm. And then there was another book that I forget what it said. Yeah. yeah. There's some items in the library. You can get some ethers and some phoenix downs. And as you wander the bookshelves, you come across a boss enemy. You mm-hmm. come across a freak. Yeah. You come to a point where you can't really go further the way you're supposed to. And so you go back and you move some stuff around and you encounter him. And he's all, fight me and I'll join you. 
He's like, I've been sealed in this book in this area for years. Let me, I want to get out of here. Fight me. Yep. So Efreet looks like, like a dude with big old Krampus horns on his head almost. They're very long and curly cue. He's punching the air and he's super jacked. He's got like 17 muscles on his side alone. He's got purple wrappings on his legs and a animal fur loincloth. And his eyes are glowing. Yep. So after you get a free, you try to go back the way you're going and a bookshelf starts moving to try to block you. It's like, ha ha, you're not going to get past me. And then the screen goes red. Like if freak got mad and like burned stuff mm-hmm. and the bookshelf's all like, my apologies, Master Efreet. My bad. I'll make way. And so we get through and we walk into a room. Go ahead. So we didn't really describe this part of the library. So once you go down the stairs to start trying to find mid, it's very much like the Hogwarts staircase where you're constantly moving different bookshelves. You're climbing up and down. You're walking through bookshelves to get to other rooms. It's kind of fun. At least it's a different way to get through a dungeon kind of thing. There you go. So we finally get to the room where Mid is. We see him on a ladder on the far wall on a stack of books. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, hey, that must be Mid. Before we can talk to him, two books fly out and attack us. And we face the boss enemy, Biblos. Yep. Biblos looks like yet another demon. <laughs> he is large and wolf-like. He's got armbands on his arm. He's a gray color. He's got horns, really snarly teeth and claws, and a tail that goes from silver to red. And even though we beat him, he goes, well, it doesn't matter. My my boss is about to be unsealed, so no biggie. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're like, oh, goody. Yep. But then we go uh, talk to Mid. And he had no idea that we just f- fought somebody like three feet away from him, which mm-hmm. was hilarious. He's a scholar, you know? He just has his nose in a book and doesn't know what else is going on. Yep. He even praises that Sid is the best because Sid, when he's working on a problem, nothing can distract him and nothing gets in his way. And not, you can't you can't even talk to him. He's just so focused. He's so cool. My grandpa's so cool. Oh my gosh, I love my grandpa so much. He's the best. And he just <laughs> solves everything and nothing stops him. And all of a sudden we're just like, not anymore. Dude's broken. Yeah. He's, and Mid's like, impossible. And he grabs the book and pounds away and like goes after his grandpa. Yep. <laughs> oh, and he also found in a book how to get the ship to move even without the fire crystal. Yep. So that's where we're going to be going next week because we called it here. Yay. So level check. Everybody's level 19. 17. Bart's is a black mage level four. Ninja level one. Lena is a monk level four. Berserker level one. Galoof is a Berserker level one. White Mage level two. And Ferris is a Mystic Knight level four. Mystic Knight level four. There you go. Yep, yep, yep. So, is this game stupid and you hate it? Four? <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it has been like every week where I'm like, I love all of this except for this one thing. <laughs> I was just going with the the title of the last episode was this game is stupid and I hate it three. So. Less than three? Oh, I don't think the less than showed up on my, uh... It should have been a less than three. Oh. If it was just three, that's my bad, and that's kind of funny. Gotcha. I saw the three, and I was like, oh, did you name it that, like, two weeks in a row or something? Nope. (laughs) I'm looking it up just to see if I was crazy now. (laughs)
Yeah, it's this game is stupid. I hate it. Three. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said the like, is this game stupid? I hate it. Four, because I thought it was like I'm doing a sequel type thing. <laughs> so is are we back to this game is stupid and you hate it? At times, yes. <laughs> and then it then almost gave you a panic attack. Yep. But then the rest of the time, it's fun and I love it. So, you know, it Yay. is what it is. Yay. <laughs> Happy this is what we're doing with our free time? Yeah! Okay, well that's good at least. <laughs> Don't want you to feel like you're wasting your life on a playing games you hate on this podcast. Nope, not at all. Cool, cool, cool. Anything else you want to talk about? Any reflections? Any reviews? Any insights? No. Any ways that this game has changed your life? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> there wasn't a ton of story this week. There was a lot of fighting. There wasn't a ton of story. So, And yet it was still like the next major plot point, right? It yep. was, let's go do the fire crystal. But yeah, it just, it definitely just feels like a pattern at this point. Mm-hmm. So, although we did have like a, yeah, we had to stop off, you know, so we had to like go to the mountain to get the dragon so we could go do the wind, the uh, water crystal. We had to go deal with the fire ship to do the fire crystal. Mm-hmm. Now we had to go to the library so that we can get to the earth crystal. Mm-hmm. So. It's a pattern. Yep. But I don't think this game is even halfway done yet. So what happens after the Earth Crystal? So either we're going to have what we've had before, which is... Alternate dimensions. Or dark crystals. Or other stuff. And we'll find out. Do you know when you're being vague or do you not remember? I have no memory of what happens after the fourth crystal. Oh, Like I said, at the beginning of this game, all I remembered was, I think this guy's got a chocobo and there's like... The pirate princess in disguise and X death. Like, that's all I remember of this is because the villain's name is so stupid with <laughs> X death. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember X death's deal other than, I guess, wants to return everything to nothingness. All I remember is it's a stupid name. Yeah. X death is stupid. <laughs> is X death stupid? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to, like, Name a character in my D&D campaign X-Death just so I can make them stupid. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I want to return the world to darkness. Yep, yep. Where can people find us, Lisa? <laughs> we are on Twitter at Spouses of Light, or you can send us an email, spousesoflight at gmail.com. Leave us a rain review on your podcatcher of choice. We would love to get them five stars so that people can help find the show. Mm-hmm. Also... Leave us a comment. Let us know what we're doing well, how we can improve, and what your experience has been playing Final Fantasies 1 through 5. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I guess without further ado, I'm David. And I'm Lisa. And thanks for joining us on our quest to protect the crystals that we are failing at spectacularly. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) This fantasy is anything but final. Final.